0: You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless.
1: Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate.
2: Isn't common sense supposed to be common? The struggle is real, my friends. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
0: The truth hurts, doesn't it, Habsburg? Oh, sure, maybe not as much as jumping on a bicycle with a seat missing, but it hurts.
1: Welcome, Kate Daly Show live today, to Wednesday. Hope you're all uh, doing well. Boy, I have a lot to say, but I'm probably going to save that uh, for the Friday show. Um, About things that are going on in my in my in my own life. Um, I welcome you to the program, and of course, I have Melissa today. I have Susan today. Tomorrow, oh my, I have the whistleblower from Pfizer, the ex employee from Pfizer that talks about what's in side the vaccine when Bill Gates came out and said that there was a mystery that they that they have a, an ingredient <clears throat> sorry an ingredient that's not on the patent um she reveals what that is <clears throat> so she will be fascinating hat tip mike fascinating karen kingston comes on the show tomorrow so i hope you listen up for that one because that'll play in the second hour of the show um and uh, i'll have to pre-record though because uh, she can only do the morning so i'll tape her in the morning and play it I have uh, Tim Anderson on with me. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Are you? Good. Yep, for a Wednesday.
1: For a Wednesday. And uh, I'm so glad you're with me today. We have a lot to talk about, I'm sure. And of course, we'll take your calls too. Uh, make, you know, 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. Sorry, I was out yesterday. I was in the ICU. And so I wanted to make sure and uh, be there. And uh, rightfully so. And I'm glad to be back today live. So I'm, I'm back live the rest of the week. Tim, um, let's talk about voting. I'm getting a lot of emails about the voting situation right now. And I'm sure hoping that maybe we get some new people into that would that would stand up for liberty and ask some questions and so forth. What's your take on voting right now locally?
2: Well, since I decided not to run for mayor <laughs> at the last minute, I kind of yeah. look at it a different way. But, uh,
1: I wish you would have. You should have thrown your hat in the ring.
2: I couldn't give up my day job, you know. Uh, I didn't gotcha. want an extra job. But, yeah. you know, there's good candidates out there working hard, doing stuff. But I, I think that one of the concerns I have that I think we really need to take a deep look at is, mm-hmm. you know, we got a lot of candidates talking about a lot of things. But the question isn't what they talk about, it's what they really do. Mm-hmm. And we all feel that way. Sure. I mean, and even candidates feel that way about themselves, but they have different markers in really their own perception of themselves as to what they're doing. Right. And I think one of the best examples that's out there right now is the issue of the name change at Dixie State. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, right now, this name thing is in kind of a, the universities in a, in a sort of impaired position. They're stuck in this tech thing. Mm hmm. You know, the the tech is sexy type thing that right. they're trying to oh, promote. Oh,
1: yes. I, I remember that line. The tech is sexy. Uh, of yeah, course, that was. was
2: a default because they couldn't get the polytechnic through. Mm-hmm. That failed miserably. Right, right. Now, the community is looking at tech, and it's summertime. Everybody's not quite going after it to the extent they're going to try to promote it as something cool to the students. But the students are going to blow that one right out. Yeah. And I think we haven't seen the real name yet. I think we're going to see another <laughs> round of them rolling something out that could be acceptable and then try to stuff it down the legislator's throat, which so, I'll be surprised to see if they really go for it. I got that.
1: a mailer from the college, and it said they have been working on this for five years. And then I look back mm-hmm. at the comments of, of certain people on the board that said, oh, no, we haven't been working on this at all. You know, and I, I see the contradictions. It's glaringly obvious.
2: Well, the name change thing, if they work on it for five years, but declaring <laughs> in in September right. of last year that there's no change right. a, underway, that obviously is inconsistent. But back to candidates is that, we have one, an interesting thing that, that uh, mayoral candidate Jimmy Hughes came up with was mm-hmm. the idea of just as a good protest to change the name of 700 East. It runs right down in front of the university. Mm-hmm. Change it to Dixie State University Boulevard yeah. or, or Avenue. Good a reminder
1: every time you drive on it.
2: It's already <laughs> University Avenue. But right. if you think about it, mm-hmm. if they want to call the place Tech right. or, or something – but the address is at unit St. George, or at uh, Dixie State University Boulevard. Right. I think, you know, 215 University Boulevard, Dixie State University Boulevard, and then that's the name. And so that's a good protest move, which yeah. I thought was pretty brilliant. I think it's great. I but think isn't great. it interesting yeah. that when it comes time to do it, mm-hmm. then other people, other persons, some of them being members of the St. George City Council who can make this change.
1: Yeah, don't.
2: Even some of them running for office, they don't want to do it. Unbelievable. And the, and the mayor, she doesn't want to she do it. She doesn't want to do it. And yet, these are people that if you start talking about the Dixie right. name issue, you get the whole genealogy thing, and they're so committed to Dixie yeah. as a but community. But what are they
1: doing is your question. What but, are they actually doing to do something about it? And I don't see yeah. any action. I don't see a do.
2: Well, but the, but the position which they mm-hmm. take, which is a legitimate position, is that why should I do that if it's not going to really change anything? Why should I do that if it might create confusion? <laughs> and our point is this. We're in the middle of a battle. Yeah, Disruption is very important. Amen. The, the yes, message, it is. The message that it sends right. to higher education, right. to the leadership of the university, right. to the state legislature is we're mad, as blank, and we're not going to take it anymore. And that's the type of message that a good candidate at this time— What's would be which should Amen. be said. Amen.
1: Amen. Do what you can do, but do it. I I love that message. I you know, don't talk about it, do it. I want to see some action. Let's take a caller for you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
3: Hi, Kate. I'm Hi glad there. to be on the radio with you today. Hi. I listened to your interview with Glenn Bett. Yeah. And you asked him a question that bothered me. What was that? Has he well, has he received any cognitive dissonance theory? And I wish you would have expanded on that because I believe he has. When the Bundy case was going on and the whole standoff, he yes, didn't he did. Talk about that. Yes, he
1: did. He did have clear but cognitive dissonance with that one. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah. Why didn't you uh, take him up on that?
1: You know, it was a. It was such a fast interview. Normally, I like to have at least thirty minutes, and I had eighteen, and so I had some questions. I wanted to get to as much as I could. And I thought his answer was kind of perplexing because it was like, why do you ask that? You know. And so I wanted to see where he would go. And I had other questions too. And frankly, sometimes when I ask a question, I kind of know that they might, not, they might not spend a lot of time answering either. So I just, I don't know why. I just didn't, I just didn't continue on with that. I didn't know how that was going to turn out. And I thought sometimes I don't know how much good that would have done, but, but maybe you're right. Maybe I should have followed up on it more yeah absolutely
3: yeah other than that i thought the interview was very interesting very intriguing
1: yeah it was it was it was fun actually at the end he goes man that was really fun kate and i said yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you like i mean i'm glad it went well you know that the i don't think he gets interviewed a lot so i don't think that he gets asked a lot of questions
3: yeah, I have to admit, I was a huge ardent fan of Glenn Beck mm-hmm. until the Bundy thing happened. Yeah. Eventually, I pulled my subscription from the Blaze.
1: Right. A lot of people did. And,
3: and yeah. in good conscience, I can't return even though he's got some good content up there.
1: Yes. I, You know, I don't always agree with all the guests. And there's things that him and I totally disagree on. And he knows that. I know that. And so I was trying to have a nice, pleasant interview with him and still ask him some questions. And sometimes there's only so much I can ask somebody. There's only so much I can do in an interview like that. So I did as much as I thought I, you know, asked as many questions as I thought I could. And uh, and then I don't want it to ever sound like I am just interrogating somebody either. So it's a fine line in an interview. Right. Interrogation versus conversation. So. Um, but I can certainly appreciate what you're saying. And he did have a lot of cognitive dissonance. He didn't treat the Bundys well. He didn't treat Lavoy Finnicum well. He, uh, I, I did not agree with that entire thing. And I let him know it. I let him know it. So I did shows on The Blaze during that time with Ammon Bundy's wife. I did shows with, with oh. Lavoy Finnicum's wife on The Blaze. And I don't know that they liked it or didn't like it, but... I'm just telling you that there are ways to kind of get those messages across, and I actually used his platform to have Ammon's wife and Finnecombe's wife during that time on the show, and uh, Jeanette Finnecombe multiple times.
3: So. Okay, yeah. well, interesting. I'm glad <laughs> you still remain friends after that. Oh, yeah, I Maybe know. Maybe he See? used you, though, as uh, somebody that offered a counterpoint. Right.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that. I love the phone call though. Thank you so much. And, uh, I do my best. I mean, there's only so much I can do. (laughs) So it was great having him in studio. It was Great being able to finally meet him. We had never been in the same room. And when I walked in the room, he goes, this is weird, right? This is weird. And I'm like, I know I've never met you. And so it was really fun because I worked for him. So, but yeah, he knows my stances. So, all right, Tim, um, let's go back to voting. Uh, Tim Anderson attorney is with me and, uh, I really enjoyed having you on the show a couple of times that you've been on. It's been really great. Oh, it's fun. And
2: and, you know, with regard to Glenn Beck, you know, Mm -hmm. he reminds me of another sort of character of a culture from way back. Yeah. And that was columnist Jack Anderson. Mm. Now, Jack and I are not related.
4: I was going
2: to say, right? I I did, uh, I worked with him on a number of stories. I started my early career, pre-law school, and during law school career, sort of an investigative reporter. We worked together on some deals. Interesting. And he, he wrote the, the forward to my novel, The Reign of the Stavka. Really? Which was kind of cool. I love but,
1: that you're also an author, too. But awesome. I worked
2: with Jack on a number of things back then, and it was fun. That's who Glenn Beck reminds me of.
1: Oh, that's funny. Um, let's take one more call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. You know, about
5: a year ago, I called in and I thought, I'm going to suggest the worst name I could possibly think of for the college what was it? and what i came up with was utah polytechnic
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
4: that it's was horrible. literally it the is... worst i
5: could figure
4: it is horrible. you know i've got
5: a really novel concept let's just call it Dixie Stack.
1: <laughs> i know oh, right Goodness. we can solve all for those crying problems out, <laughs> Thank you. Really appreciate the phone call. No, it's always good to have a
2: top-notch philosopher out there. But he's I absolutely right. I concur. You
1: absolutely. Know. Thank you. Yes. Uh, why don't we just call it Dixie? Uh, I, I'm i tired of the the motives. I'm tired of the agendas. I'm tired of the. I, I think straight up deceit. I'm sorry to say that, but it is. And you have to call it out as such. We have a duty to be honest here and. I'm sorry, that, that whole, the whole way they went about it was just full of deceit, and it wasn't right.
2: Well, so. it's this, I, I think the first place they went wrong was inferring racism. It's like the first great lie is that their version of Dixie has some sort of racist context to it, of Utah's Dixie in particular, and even the use of the university. And once you make a lie, throw a lie out there, then you have to continue to defend it. Right. And it just has gotten worse from there. And, and that's kind of what we're working on now. We're trying to, just to kind of bring up to date some of the things we're working on, is that <clears throat> it's also been inferred and, and represented that the alumni somehow is, is okay with the name change.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That Heard that on. up in the legislature, you know, and, and it may be that they plucked a few, uh, you know, a few people out of the alumni that noted folks that might yeah. say it's okay. Right. But if you look at the petition, that is right now at, at dsuhc.org. It's pretty large. There's over 1,400 signatures, and these are wow. Dixie alums. These aren't wow. just the general community. They have, you have to certify that you're an alum, and there's yeah. a definition. 1,400
1: are going no, no, and no.
2: And that's in, in less than a week.
1: Wow. Okay, and I will be putting this on the Kate Daly Show notes today so you can sign that too, right? They can still sign it. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Wow. Daily Show. So happy to be here live on a Wednesday. And uh, for those asking, my husband's doing fantastic, um, fantastic. But there's reasons why that I'm going to share with you, that I really, really hope you take into consideration if a loved one gets ill. And uh, my husband had uh, has pneumonia, and of course, uh, people will label that in a in a couple of different ways, <laughs> but he actually really just does have pneumonia. So. He's doing fantastic, could not be doing better. He's doing great. And so I'll share that with you because this story is something that everybody needs to be aware of and know, and I will do my best to get you the information you need to protect. And I say that with so much sincerity to protect your loved ones. Okay. Um, I just wanted to mention ABC. Uh, what a phenomenal sponsor they've been through the years. Auto Body Central, they've taken care of a lot of my cars. They're very good at what they do. I love these guys uh, because they're honest. I've just found honesty, transparency. They're just amazing. And I've worked with them numerous times. And what I have found that they will take care of everything for you. If you're in an accident, choose ABC. Um, They have a five-star rating. They know what they're doing. They'll get your car back to you safely, and it'll look perfect. And they're that good and fast. So I wouldn't recommend anyone else in this valley. Auto Body Central in Washington, please use them. Use them because they've also been a very terrific sponsor of free speech. Don't you love that? Good Americans. Also, Dr. Diet, 628 Diet is the phone number. Those are the people to see if you want to really kick the weight, those are the guys to see. They know what they're doing. They I have been so impressed with them over the years, they become good friends. They are amazing at what they do, and they have so many things to help you. You can go in for a free body scan. They'll give that to you, free body scan. You can find out exactly where you're at right now. How wonderful. And, uh, and they also have every, every way to help you, and they have wonderful, talented staff. So go to Dr. Diet, <clears throat> 628 Diet. I'm with Tim Anderson, attorney, and we're talking about voting. We're talking about the college. The petition for the alumni... This is an important petition. How long is this available to sign and put your name to?
2: Well, what it says in it is that uh, we would like the alumni board to hold a meeting, right? For the president alumni to call a meeting okay. and reconsider this issue and and request that the name change effort be discontinued. Coming from Sounds alumni, fair. that could be a pretty big deal. Yeah. And the reason why it is important now is because it looks like it was inferred over the last year so the alumni is behind this. The alumni is not. And so we got thousands we're going we have 1400 so far in a week and we'll have a lot more a lot people asking for this meeting. It. So we would like it to happen we'd like the university the the alumni board to set a meeting within the next 10 days and if they don't set one then I think we might set one. Mm now, I love it'd this. Be an unofficial meeting yeah. maybe well. but uh, we need to get together and and t- do a proclamation that explains that it should be discontinued that's uh, that's adopted by the vast number of, of members of the alumni, so I
1: can't let cancel culture win. This, I I don't think people realize the gravity. They don't realize the gravity of the situation when they're pushing for this for cancel culture and they're pushing for this for an agenda and and this is the time to say no. This is the time. We only have so much time, right?
2: Well, you have to be willing to stand up against authoritarian ideology.
1: Yeah, I agree. And,
2: and, 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 and most point. people mm-hmm. are willing to do it. They are fear of losing their jobs. Great point. Uh, look people who are working at the university. Those that are on boards at the university, somehow they cower in, you know, because the dear leader says you shouldn't do this or that. And, yeah, and, it, that and we sick. expect more of that from folks in our community. You know, we do have some things coming up I want to mention that are for the SUHC. Uh, on uh, on September eighteenth, there's okay. the, the 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 there's the fair rodeo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's actually it's the Lions Dixie Roundup Parade, and we're going to be there in mass. And so Excellent. on the eighteenth of September it is. Okay. And so we should know that Dixie uh, shirts. We will have so many Dixie shirts and flags. We'll be uh, organized. We'll have horses and. and Can I and, put one
1: on each leg?
2: <laughs> that's right. But it's a protest yeah. march against the D.S.U. Good. administration
4: Good. for
2: canceling the name Dixie. You see, somehow, I think in, in the annals somewhere deep inside higher ed, mm-hmm. within what we really consider to be the government of education or the sovereign of education, those against whom we're entitled to have our exercise our free speech, they think this is going to go away. Somewhere, the, the administrators that run the uh, alumni association, I'm not talking about the volunteers, but administrators paid by the university somehow think the alumni is going to forget about it. <laughs> And by the way, I'm an SUU grad. I didn't go to Dixie, right? But uh, I was president of the Dixie College Foundation for 12 years, so excellent, very involved. But I think those are things that are not going mm-hmm. away, and that's Good. why in promoting this through the alumni, it's really important that the university, the state, they'll hear what the what the position is with with regard to the alumni. They've been ignored, yes, and
1: they, they have. shouldn't be
2: ignored any longer.
1: I so agree with you on this. I it breaks my heart. It breaks a lot of people's hearts to see. How they did it—that's the hard part for me. How they went about this and what they tried to cram down everyone's throat and as truth—and I—I don't like that, and I have a problem with that. You should do, and this is worth fighting for. This is something everybody should be fighting for.
2: You know who else's names we should see on this petition? Who? We should see it at any at any candidate for that's running for election right. that is a Dixie College grad or alum. You don't have to be a grad an alum. I hope they've signed the petition. We already talked about at least with regard to the St. George candidates, some unwillingness to commit to rename the street in front of the university. Right. Well, what if they also don't sign the petition yeah. even yeah. to well, support I know the Michelle, alumni? Yeah,
1: I know Michelle Randall. She's acting mayor right now in the interim, and she isn't signing it. Why? Why isn't she signing it? If she's all for Dixie, let's go. Let's have some action.
2: Well, great question. Uh, we, <laughs> well. Uh, why, why is she not even responding to these questions? I'm not I, sure I, I see know. her out there responding to this issue. I don't know. That tells you a lot about the candidate. And and uh, I think uh, to the credit with Jimmy Hughes, he's willing to stand up and take a position. Well,
1: good. I'm glad he's taking a position on that. That's and, great.
2: And and, and and even taking a position that's contrary to how we might feel. Mm-hmm. I would even respect that. But when you hear nothing right, or they just send out surrogates who try to cloud the issue, then you then, then the, per, the candidate is not taking a position. If they're not going to take a position at this stage, then you can imagine how how weak they're going to be when they're trying to make the important decisions that affect us all.
1: I have to agree. I got to agree on that one. Yeah. I, it's been it's been tough. You know, I bring this up on the show a lot that, you know, we grade politicians on this score, right? The Constitution score. And it's a good one because it says what they're doing when all of these votes come their way and they vote on them. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily tell the other side of the story. And the other side of the story that no one ever talks about, and I am actually get surprised about this, is what they do proactively to restore, what they proactively do, not just the voting on, but I'm talking about what are they doing to to do something about restoring liberty, which takes change. Because all I ever hear from politicians is, well, this is how they do it, and I can't change it. No, we're electing you to change it, to do something different. That's why we're electing you. So I wish we had a score for also what they do proactively. Because that would give us a whole picture of what's going on. We just don't get that. And I've been really disappointed in these politicians around here. And I call them politicians because they are politiciany, And I don't, I don't like that. I, 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 get, I get no answers. I get vague answers. I get, we'll wait it out. We'll see. Um, I don't want to get involved. Why don't they want to get involved? They were elected for a reason.
2: Well, the Dixie issue is an easy one for a politician. Mm-hmm. I would say much easier yeah. than a lot of the things they deal with. And even within a community, municipality, those are tough issues that the council and the mayor have to deal with. Right. But the Dixie issue is a clear issue. And there should be a very strong position being taken and jumping on any opportunity to move the needle against this sort of higher education tyranny that we're looking at. How do we ever get to the point that the name Dixie and Utah's Dixie could be perceived as a mass negative? Enough to change the name of the institution. Yeah. It's bizarre that we're even talking about it. It is. It's bizarre we're wasting our time on it in a way. We should be dealing with a lot deeper issues. But when you start chipping away at the history, heritage, culture, and tradition of a community, the community at some point is going to fight back.
1: Absolutely. And it happens to be all people that really mostly aren't from here or just arrived here, <laughs> which I always find very interesting part of this equation as well. Um, hmm.
2: I, I'm amazed at the number that did arrive here recently that are absolutely on our side, and I, yeah, I, I, I invite folks to look at, at the at the Facebook page, DSUHC Facebook Kay. page, an incredible, incredible post by a young uh, African American standing right up in front of the, the Dixie that. on the Sugarloaf, explaining why the name oh, should not be changed. It, it just you. came out today. Thank I you. I got to meet this guy. It oh, is incredible.
1: I love that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. And thank
4: you, Tim. It's Greg. Oh, Greg. Hey, Greg.
1: Thank you. You've not, been a real big proponent of this. not promoting
4: myself, but I, I do want to say I've signed the petition and Good. I understand the fight. And I, I thought I'd share, you know,
1: and Lionel Greg? Hollins.
4: I don't know if many remember him.
1: And Greg, I have to say that you yes. have been a proponent of this and far before you were running for office, and I really appreciate you on this matter. Thank you.
4: On oh, the Dixie. thank you, Kate. Mm-hmm. And prayers for your husband. Thank you. You know, I had that battle last month, but I fought mm-hmm. through it. I was in the hospital a little bit, but
1: excellent.
4: Different, different, uh, and maybe right. we'll chime in Friday on that. But okay, I you... just want to share that I played ball with Lionel Hollins, okay. and he was recruited here, and and he is a black guy. Mm-hmm. Played for the 76ers professionally. Used to speak at the colonel's luncheon for Dixie. Uh huh. Wonderful guy. Right. Didn't affect him in any ways and he loves he's alumni. And four out of the five of my daughters, to be a proud daddy, I my youngest daughter got her associates through the college at that time at sixteen and a mm-hmm. bachelors at eighteen. Wow. And they just you know, we support that college, but we had a an individual speak why it needs the change and all that and I just it just turned my stomach. His reasoning was kind of they didn't really care about who donates to their college now, and we'll just give them back their money, and we're going forward. And I just, ah, uh, this has sparked me. I we uh, Thank you, Tim, for fighting, and we need to keep this fight going.
1: Tim's great. Yeah, yeah how, I appreciate how, that. how can
4: you welcome a university or college or whatever into a community that doesn't supported if they make this change.
2: I, because remember, the, the it, university, this college is making Greg. an effort to step really away
1: yeah, from you. the
2: community. Yeah. And that's the problem. That I think Greg identified it. By the way, Greg goes way back with us yeah.
1: Andersons. And, yes, and, I love that. Greg Aldred. And we, he's we actually running for council.
2: He yeah. is, and, and he's one of our favorites. And yeah. I, I say that, but that's the one of the issues is it's, it's, it's the university, the institution, stepping away from the community. And Greg's point is that they say, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> As if somehow just someone promising some funding for something is going to make that much difference
1: wow this makes me and sad. and
2: it, it it's pretty bizarre but that's where we're at and and that's you yeah, remember these are visitors that are running this university right yeah. now we entrust them with our university that they will take good care of it they're not doing that yep. but of course the members of the board of trustees are members <laughs> of our community although we see those being appointed from outside the community and right. those that have some of a remote involvement um, uh, yeah. because I think there's fear that if the local members of the community, Dixie proponents are on it, that I think that, yeah. that would make it difficult to continue this name change.
1: Caller, you've got 20 seconds. Sorry, go ahead.
3: I remember the first time I heard this whole mess get started up. We had a guest speaker that uh-huh. flew into town and she was a, an African American woman. Hmm. And it was when the airport was right in town and she said she came down the hill and saw the dixie flag and saw welcome and it scared her so badly she almost made the driver take her back to the airport and drive out of town really but she went ahead with her engagement and she wrote a big editorial in the paper about how scared she was to be here she thought she wasn't going to make it out of here alive (laughs) and she was a guest speaker at dixie college
1: wow thank you wow there's some some propaganda for you be right back kate dollar show
3: Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Cape Daly Show.
6: Leave you all alone. And nobody calls you on the phone. But don't you feel like a cry?
1: Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. So glad to be here, live on a Wednesday. Um, and, uh, of course, I have Tim Anderson with me, guest, and I'm always happy to have him. Um, boy, he sure makes a lot of sense, doesn't he? And, of course, an attorney, um long history with uh, Dixie's Foundation as president, right?
2: Years ago, yeah. Years I ago. finished that yeah. about 2003, but... Yeah. Randy Wilkinson followed me and Dick White had preceded me. We each Wonderful had about 12 company. years of peace.
1: Wonderful company. I love that. Um, all right. So we're going to be talking about uh, this a little bit. And, of course, you can call up. And we want to talk about a little bit about the election and candidates, too. Um, and uh, make sure you get over to Dixie Chiropractic. Don't you love the name Dixie? I do. I think we should actually have more businesses that change their names to Dixie. I would love to see a whole flow of just Dixie everywhere. Dixie businesses, Dixie everything, Dixie shirts, you name it, and just make sure everybody realizes how you feel about Dixie. Um, and uh, don't let them take away that with cancel culture, please. DixieChiro.com. You can go. You can get a $99 uh, assessment special as a new patient. And Ward Wagner is the tops when it comes to like uh, chiropractic care. That's who I would go to. When people ask me off the air, they move here, whatever. Who should I go to? It's always Ward Wagner. He has every piece of equipment. I mean, every single state of the art, everything you could possibly imagine. He's a, he's an all-around wonderful guy, and he knows what he's doing. So there you go. <laughs> the whole pa- total package. Right, make sure you go there. Um, you'll love him, and uh, and so it's dixiechiro. dot com. Uh, Dixie chiropractic. Um, let's start off with a quick call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello, Kate. Hi this there,
6: George Stanley Collins. I love
1: George. Thank you, George. You've I just been you. such a great voice. Thank you so much.
6: I, I, I love Tim, and sure appreciate what he's done. I just want to remind you uh, sure. that there's been over a thousand people in this community that's named their business. Dixie. Yes, I love that. Over a 1,000? We love it. Every place you go, you see see Dixie. So, you know, we we can't do much more. But I just want to tell your listeners that we've got to have a groundswell. Yes. People that really love the Dixie name to stand up and call their legislators, call the Board of Higher Education, anybody that they can. And that's what I'm, I spent an hour and 40 minutes yesterday with Senator Vickers. What a great gentleman he is. I, he, I asked for an hour. He says, I'm busy. I'll give you a half hour. He gave me an hour and 40 minutes of uninterrupted time. And we talked about some things. And he says, you know, I'm surprised. We talked about the petition that the mm-hmm. people at Cedar saw, signed for, for almost first of all. And he says, you know, I'm surprised that there's not much going on here in the community. They don't care one way or another.
1: That's not true. And I
6: think it, I think a lot of it's the, the fault of us because we have not, you know, the, the message that this college has sent, it's a done deal. Mm. There's no use even fighting it. Right. But I want to remind everybody out there, it is not a done deal. Thank you. We can and must have our... Our uh, voice is heard, but we got to have a groundswell. If everybody was doing as much as Tim and five or six of his people, <laughs> uh, that there would be no way that the legislators would even dare to vote to change change the name. So I hope we can have a groundswell. I hope that people realize how important that this this uh, petition that they've got on to sign. Look it up and get it signed. Let's have 14,000 instead of 1,400. Amen. And we've got to have people from Enterprise and Santa Clara Mm -hmm. and Canab and Porterville all get involved. But, you know, it's kind of been a St. George thing. It really hasn't even been a Washington thing or a Santa Clara thing or a Hurricane thing. But we've got to make it a Hurricane thing, uh, Springville thing, Rockville thing. You know, all those people somebody's got from up those the river and down the river and up to Enterprise has got to be able to to really show their interest in keeping Dixie. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate you a lot. You. Thank you. Thank you, George.
2: George.
1: What yeah. a great voice yeah. George has been. Thank you so much.
2: Hey, George is national treasure around here, so we appreciate it. it.
1: Let me let me take a quick call. Hi caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Your last caller was right. It is not a done deal. And yes. we have an election coming up. Mm-hmm. And with people like Greg Aldred and Michelle Tanner yes. running, we need to to vote these people in—people who will stand up for Dixie and who will stand up for individual liberty. Amen. And Michelle Tanner is amazing too. I have to yes. say, my hats off to her. She's great. And, and let's, and, I and, hope.
2: And those that are really supporting. Okay. Thank you,
1: caller. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the change of the, mm-hmm. the the change of the street name—that's a litmus test. Somebody right. could use that as being a negative thing. A litmus test is okay. Just don't swallow the litmus. Right. So, but but here are the candidates that are for changing the name of the street. One is Rick Erickson. He's a new mm-hmm. up and comer. He's a candidate. Okay. Ron Woodbury, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Tanner, mm-hmm. just talked about. Of course, yep. our good friend Greg Alder, yep. and then also Natalie Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and that's opposed. Woody
1: Woodbury too. Woody yeah. Woodbury was was all for Dixie,
2: uh, wasn't he? I well, as far as the actual changing the, change of the name of the road, I haven't seen him oh, okay. into that column. But if he okay. is, we're, that's good. Okay.
1: Yeah, he wanted to preserve Dixie. Yeah. So, from what but, I but
2: remember, everybody wants to preserve Dixie. Yeah. But just the sheer act of changing okay. the name. Good point. That's that uh, the, the street. Sure. That That's a, a, an interesting test. And okay. so, but so but but that, those are the ones that that are for it. And and Bart L. Curtis, at least to his credit, he's yeah. opposed, and he's willing to say he is. Hmm. So I respect that. The, the, for anyone to run for office, I respect them all. Mm-hmm. I don't, may not agree with a lot of them, but to even run for office is really something. Mm-hmm. But of those that are being going beyond really something and really saying, I will do something, I'll do something about it, particularly right. with regard to this protest move to propose to agree to change the name of the street— those are the those are the ones that are. Does he doing. give
1: us reasons? I mean, what are, what would be the reasons for not doing that? <laughs> like, I mean, well,
2: because it, it, it confusion. They, they feel I, like, they feel like it's too mean. It's too hard, but you, the, it, certainly the university is is not right. playing softball. Right, and all and, you're
1: saying is change that name of the street to Dixie, right? Yeah, it's the so, city
2: just sending a very clear protest. Yeah, they can change the name back if they want to. <laughs> yeah, but to take this position is a good hard signal. And also, they should be signing the petition that George was just talking about. We should see any candidate in this community who's a grad, who's an alum of Dixie College should have signed that. And I guess we ought to look and see if they're on it, because that's awfully important that they join us in this cause. So
1: true. Absolutely. And, he, and they're right about going way around, to all of southern Utah and saying, everybody jump in this, because... We, if you don't stop this abuse to cancel culture, if you do not stop this, we could be the community, uh, really. And I've said this before. In the headlines, it says we put a stop to cancel culture. We did not let them do the manipulated move that they were going to do. And
2: remember, the resolution to by city councils to change the yeah, name right. started at the city of Enterprise and the city of Santa Clara mm-hmm. also. And, and several. Um, ultimately, the city of St. George came around, city of Hurricane as well, sure. and then the Iron County Commission. And then ultimately our own commission. But Iron County jumped in there as well as several members of the school board and their county attorney.
1: Are our county commissioners coming out on this issue? What are they they saying?
2: They've they've certainly deferred in favor of of, uh, keeping the name Dixie.
1: But are they doing anything to... Well, it'll be
2: interesting to see if they're on the petition, if they've signed personally. (laughs) Some some of them, if not all, are Dixie grads.
1: Yeah, that would be very but, interesting.
2: But still, the point is well made that mm-hmm. this needs to be, there needs to be much broader support for this. Right. If people have to take the time to stand up and do this. Right now, the petition, we've got quite a few other things, uh, strategy that has to take place here. We're going to contend this all the way. Remember that this the, convincing the legislators, particularly the Utah Senate, that they should not allow this to happen. I repeat, the Senate should not allow this to happen. Amen. And those senators in the state of Utah that are listening or hear about this, they need to understand we're talking to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be watching how you vote. And uh, we're not going to let you forget that. Now, there's
2: some other legislators that are in the House Mm -hmm. that we also need to be talking to, one of whom is promoting this, and that's Brad Last. He's trying to keep it. He's trying to change the name. Yeah. He's already gone over to the other side. I don't know what we can do about Brad.
1: I'm Yeah, I, I've been not knowing what to do about Brad for the entire 10 years I've been on the air. So, I mean, he's the guy that writes their tax bills. He does whatever the establishment wants. And so I just wish we could get Brad last out. It's been a disgrace. But that's just me. It's over 10 years time that I've been saying this. But
2: I do think we should tough. focus on Lowry Snow and see where he stands. Yeah, and I think Lowry, a now that we late. see there's another name in place,
1: mm-hmm.
2: what can he do to keep this from happening? I agree. And I think that question needs to be asked of him as well. I agree. And our other legislators in the House, they're certainly supporting the cause, trying to keep it from happening. Yeah, and Travis and Walt that. have
1: been outspoken. Um, but well, I don't I don't know that Lowry has. I think he's been a little waffly. Um, I think that uh, or non-determined. I'm not quite sure, but we really I can't imagine thinking that it's OK to let cancel culture win. I can't imagine having those thoughts. So um, I I'm just hoping people stand up for this especially yeah. our own people that we've elected my gosh
2: well if we have people like you continuing to keep the lines open see part of this is that the way the sovereign in this day and age of digital communications is so effective in still keeping the information out of the hands of the decision makers right so that they can control what the decision makers do and say why aren't we having an open discussion with the president of the university with everybody invited yeah, when has he shown up to talk to the community and mass? It's always some structured program yeah. that limits everyone's time yeah. and keeps people from being able to say what they really... Right. Now, not very often does someone like, like, like Evan Vickers, who mm-hmm. gives someone like George Taylor an hour and 40 minutes. You can learn a lot from George an hour and 40 oh, minutes. George is Evan amazing. is willing to listen.
1: I so agree with that. But, was, yeah. but,
2: but in terms of really discussing this, why can't the president come out and defend what he's trying to do? I he would can't. love to have that discussion with him. We've made that offer won't. to him and also to the board of trustees. We're asking them for an hour. Yeah, They've rejected very it. Simple. They're afraid to listen to the truth.
1: Whew. All right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
5: So uh, just a couple of things. Um, me it's always been about follow the money yeah um when did he became a division one school
1: mm-hmm. and
5: uh, started seeking the big donors right not the small not the on pod donors or not even the small business owners not local southern utah donors or maybe even utah donors they're seeking the national big dollars and the big dollars and the big corporations not all i don't want to pay too broad a brush but a lot of them are very Beholding to cancel culture
4: mm-hmm. They
5: want to be painted in the best Positive light possible To the minority And if anything, and, and if anything could be possibly Construed to be the big racist Word Like and, and Choosing Dixie is a racist word And I used to live in the south so I think mm-hmm. it's a gentleman Right, half the, half the streets and half the people I knew down there, and a lot of the businesses were named Dixie. Also, St. George is a little tiny version, mm-hmm. but I, I'm living in the South, I mean, and it was not, it just it denoted being proud of being from the South. I the know. South, it was the South. It was yeah. denoting the South. That's so, it. who are they trying to please?
1: So, <laughs> I
5: don't know. Well, they're trying to please big donors. The yeah. big donors. They are. they after big money. The big donors who support Dixie right. State University. Uh, some of them don't like it. And they push uh, their cancel culture down the throat of everyone. And I just think you have to look at those those big dollar dogs. And follow the money. Um, Thank it, you. It, you, ha- you have to. You have to see where it comes from. Because this isn't just uh, a little bit of a political movement. It's, it's power. It's yeah. big power. It's I agree. big money. Now, one other thing. One more item. Okay, hurry up. Um, where, does it, where, where does it stop? Zion National Park is horrendously offensive to people of Arab descent. Horrendous. Zion is the terrible name. It right. means it denotes Jerusalem and the city of God, and uh, them trying to shove that down the throats of uh, the Zionists. Are, are, so where does it stop? Do we do we rename uh, the park in a few years because it's offensive to
1: a certain? Well, Saint uh, George, part of you got George Washington. See, we keep running up against problems. <laughs> there's all kinds of problems. Anyway, I'll let you go. Okay, thanks. Appreciate too, it. Thank you yep. for your two cents. Really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, and and Dixie's a unique name. It's an easy name to promote. It's a 100-year-old brand. Mm -hmm. The the positives far outweigh the negatives. And
1: to all of you alumni, I'm so glad you were all able to find jobs with such a horrendous (laughs) name on your applications, um, which nobody ever asked you about, I'm sure. So that seems to be the underlining, no one can get a job, manipulative tactic, and I don't like that. I think it's very manipulative because everybody seems to be quite employed.
2: That was just a poor excuse for an argument when they had lost and all the other arguments. Bingo. I don't think anybody's buying that except for a few students that have been brainwashed <laughs> into thinking they need to say they're terrified that they might not get a job after they've been here for three years paying tuition, after they chose to come here. And so it, it's a bit bizarre. But again, the, the name itself is an easy to promote name. It's branding, branding at its best. Right. And so, yeah, we can get the big dollars and the small dollars with the name Dixie. Yeah. I think experts in this business know that that's true.
1: So fight for this. That's the bottom line. Fight for this. It's worth it. Well, we're it's... looking
2: for all of Utah's Dixie to rise up and make a difference here What can in they, they well. do
1: next? Because we're out of time. What can they do?
2: Well, we got to sign that petition. We mm-hmm. got the parade coming up to okay. go on dsuhc.org. Do some donating. That helps. Okay. And so we got some surprises coming up in northern Utah in the next nice. while. I can tell you that. Okay. Can't talk about them right now. What's
1: the website they go to?
2: dsuhc.org.
1: You guys, thanks. Thanks, Tim Anderson. Really appreciate you. And all of you in the fight, Eileen and and George and all of you, hat tip, hat tip, hat tip, hat tip. Thank you. Thank you for all your diligent hard work, Tim, in getting this message out there and trying to uh, cancel the cancel culture. Thank you for this. Thank
2: Thank you. you. It's the right thing to do.
1: 100%. Be right back with Melissa and Susan. Don't go anywhere.